Podcast. This is the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. In this series, we'll talk to them, get to know them and learn from them. And here's your host, DJ Bevo. One thing I've noticed is that Melbourne seems to be a hive of activity when it comes to DJs. They are everywhere. This time, we're catching up with another couple that work under a DJ banner called One More Song. Eddie and Alex Mack join me from Melbourne on the podcast. Good morning, guys. How are we? Good morning. Now we've we've woken you up at the we've woken you up at the early time of eight o'clock in the morning. Um, a little bit earlier for me, but that's okay. This is what we do for superstar DJs like yourselves. Um, oh, stop it. You, you've just relaxed uh, a few rules down there in Melbourne, so you're coming out of. Um, Months of being locked down. Any any um, good news on the dance floor yet, or are we still waiting? We're still sort of waiting for, for good news on the dance floor. It has started to relax, which is great. And I think what that means for us is there will be a little bit more confidence from clients in you know wanting to move ahead, I suppose. But to give you an idea of the, the types of inquiries we're getting, we're really not getting anything before sort of July, August and next year. Um, We're a big sort of party vibe, so there must be a dance floor for for the gigs that that we do, Um, which is great ordinarily, but at the moment, yeah, we've still got a ways to go, I think. Let's find out more about your business. One more song. I mean, great name. Um, I'm I'm looking here on the... The website here and wow it's it sells hard it's got a video of high energy dancing with um percussionists and saxophonists and all that sort of stuff uh where, where did you guys start like what was the starting point for you two uh it's a really funny story actually we um thought of the idea when we were in ibiza lying by the pool uh, which is a great place to get inspired um uh, that was in 2017 um, and Eddie actually works for a couple of different um, quite large agencies in Melbourne, both as a DJ and in the office, um, kind of managing bookings and working with clients. So he, he had built up a good network of DJs and musicians and some uh, clients at the time as well. So um, I'm going to take credit for the idea and <laughs> say that I suggested um, that we look at starting something. Um, and I think we were jet lagged, uh, back home in Melbourne and thought of the name at 3am. Bit of controversy around yeah, who actually hot came topic up with this it. one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both claim that we came up with a name, but I think I'll have to give it to Alex. Um, yeah, we yeah. were looking at a dark punk poster. And I thought of one more time, one of my favourite songs. Ah. And then one more song. Yep. One of us yelled it out. We don't know who it was. But, yeah, that's that's sort of how we started. And at the beginning, um, I was very much involved in helping with the branding and the marketing side of things. Um, but I DJ, basically, uh, DJ, DJ Eddie Mac taught me to DJ pretty much straight away as well. So he had quite a bit of experience under his belt, I think, over a decade at that point. Um, and then it just went from there. You're kind of like the uh, the dream DJ couple, aren't you? I mean, uh, Eddie's got the, the beard and, and you've got the, the blonde hair. Do you do gigs together? Like, do you do, like, hour on hour offsets or is it always separate gigs? It's generally separate. Um, we, we do get asked that question, funnily enough. Um, having said that, we have done a few of the live streams during COVID together. 
Like mm. typically, gigs will do separately. Yeah, it's um, it's been it's been really fun actually playing together during live streams because um, we've not had a chance to do that before. It's been interesting. <laughs> Is there a name yeah, for your live um, stream that we can check out if we haven't already? Uh, we're actually on Mixcloud. Uh, I think this is one more song entertainment. Yeah. So we, I think we've done about 11 streams in total, but um, a couple have been kind of under our separate DJ banners. And then I think we've done three together, uh, but we're thinking of some other ideas um, for streams, even kind of after restrictions ease. Just going through your uh, your website here, no more nutbush, no more daggy wedding DJs, no more cheesy songs, no more pre-prepared playlists, no more empty dance floors. It's a pretty big claim. It's a massive yep. claim. And um, it, it's funny you mentioned I was waiting for this no more nutbush to come up. Um, it can be quite polarising, um, but mainly clients that I choose to they choose to uh, sort of give us inquiries. The first thing they'll say is, we love your vibe. We hate the nutbush. <laughs> so it's a qualifier, really. It qualifies out just as much as it qualifies in. Um, there's no uh, there's no question that we don't like the nutbush, obviously. It's um, one of those songs that we, we can't stand. And maybe it's a Melbourne thing, we don't know. Um, uh, but, yeah, look, it's... It's something we sat down and thought about, how can we really capture the attention of clients? And that's what we came up with. And it was really, um, Lee, it was really based on feedback that we got from clients over and over again during the, kind of the consultation process is, you know, we hate the nutbush and everything that comes along with it, the macarena, chicken dance, anything with a sort of choreographed dance. So it was really sort of reflective of the types of clients that we wanted to attract and I think and look there have been some clients who still have a mom or an auntie who love an upbush but they're pretty sheepish about telling us that yeah it's, it's not a hard and fast rule everybody has guilty pleasures um it's more a sentiment I that's think. right so what you do do is more vibrant stylish DJs more tasteful party favorites more reading the crowd and more dance floor bangers yes <laughs> I wish you got us. Uh, I wish we got you a voiceover <laughs> on our, our website now. <laughs> yes. One more song entertainment presents the biggest dance floor you have ever seen, voiced by yeah, DJ Bevo in Queensland. Yeah, let, let's shut up. Asterisk, except for COVID. <laughs> except for during COVID, those dance floor bangers. Yeah, that's that's no dance floor bangers during COVID. That's guaranteed. Yeah, that is guaranteed, unfortunately. As long as you yeah. supply cold, hard cash. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, but look, it's been really fun and um, it's been interesting. We gave the website a bit of a refresh just as the pandemic was, I guess, coming in and um, it's been a really interesting ride um, so far, that's for sure. It's cool how you've got uh, also live musicians that team up with you as well, like a, sax a saxophonist and a, a percussionist as well. Mm. Is, is, is that to uh, really create the party vibe? Like people love seeing live um, entertainment? Yeah, it's a huge hit. Um, prior to our revamp, uh, we did work with acoustic artists and bands 
but we decided really just to focus on what we do best. Um, obviously, the rock star DJs. And people just love saxophone. We do do percussionists mm. as well, but people love the sax. So you're really getting the best of both worlds there. If you do favour a DJ over a band, why not add a saxophone player that will come in uh, in a two-hour dance floor bracket and just go off? That's what we found um, with people who didn't necessarily want to commit to a band and sort of hear the same sound, you know, for two hours of dance floor. Um, it's having that live element is a kind of happy compromise where you can hear songs in their original form, but you also have that kind of live, fun, interactive element as well of the sax um, or percussion. And our sax players, you know, will go out onto the dance floor and interact yeah. with drunk guests. So it's a really, really fun thing and adds a lot of energy. We tell our clients not to tell uh, any of their guests that there will be a sax player coming in People's faces just melt when they see the sax. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's something about the sexy sax that gets people yeah. uh, fired up and in the mood, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, Eddie, let's let's talk about your background. It sounds like uh, you've had uh, quite a bit of experience as a DJ. What are your beginnings of uh, the art of DJing? Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm an Adelaide boy, so uh, I started off – in Adelaide and I started doing sort of some of the clubs as I was learning how to DJ and I quickly transitioned into uni parties. And I left for a little while, went over to the UK, played a few parties over there and a few sort of bars. And coming back to Melbourne, um, uh, I sort of caught up with, a, with an agency that specialised in weddings and did a few bar gigs here and there and I just fell in love with weddings. Absolutely loved them. They're the best party. Um, you're always having a good time <laughs> when we are guests at a wedding, which is not very often. You just have a killer time. It's just awesome. So uh, I spent probably two or three years working for a couple of different big agencies in Melbourne. And then I thought, you know, I could probably do this myself. Um, I had the network, as Alex mentioned before. And, yeah, really just went for it. Oh, that's good. So when it comes to weddings, what do you think it is that, you know, really brings people together on that one night? I think it's um, obviously when you think about a wedding compared to, say, a corporate party or a bar, it's that, you know, most people know each other. They're friends and family. They might not have an opportunity to get together and have a drink and a dance very often. Uh, you're obviously celebrating a special couple. So there's a lot of heightened emotions throughout the day. Um, and, you know, a lot of people just say it's a chance for them to let their hair down, you know, get a babysitter for the night. You might not be able to go out very often. It's just a real opportunity to party with people that you, you know, love, hopefully. <laughs> very different vibe, very different vibe to corporate parties where people might be a little more, you know, shy and not as willing to kind of let loose. The um, boss is watching. They have to, yeah, they have to face up to their boss on Monday. Um, <laughs> so it's a very, very different um, celebratory kind of vibe. Um, I, I mean, I, I've only really ever DJed at weddings and private events. Um, so Eddie trained me basically to be a wedding DJ, um, and I just loved it from the from the get-go, just, you know, working really closely with clients as well is really enjoyable. You get to know them and be a part of the whole process, um, hopefully make it nice and easy for them, um, and then being able to just see them enjoy and relax on the day is really fun. 
Yeah, I think and that's, satisfying. that's the beauty of your uh, video. It really shows how much you love what you do and how uh, much enjoyment you provide your clients. Oh, that's great. Uh, which is obviously oh, the vibe you. you're going for. Who, who did the video? Like, I've, I've got to give them a plug. It's pretty impressive to watch. Uh, actually, it's a collection of a few videos. Yep. Um, we were really lucky to meet a young videographer, literally, like, just straight out of college. Um, his name is Gold Flamingo Photography. And uh, he, we were kind of his first clients, I think. So we got him to come along to a couple of weddings and just shoot some dance floor action, um, obviously getting the client's permission. And it's really great. We, he just put together kind of 45-second um, clips of these real weddings. So we've got actually a few that he's done. And for the website video, we got him to pull together some of those as well as some other real videos that, you know, clients have had um, other videographers yeah. shoot. Yeah. So but we really wanted to capture the energy and the fun of the dance floor. I think because you see some wedding videos and you get the kind of romantic lovey-dovey stuff that happens during the day. That's not really what we're selling. So glad to hear that you like it. Yeah. Hey, look, we do focus on the dance floor. We focus on the people on the dance floor rather than really mm. giving – a hell of a lot of focus on the DJs, musicians themselves. So I think if you really break that video down, you're probably looking at about 25 to 30% DJ and the rest are just people just going off. And I think people identify really well with that. And they're like, oh, I want that wedding. That was what we were trying to do. Hmm. What's uh, what's the gear that you're rocking in your your clip there? I noticed some pioneer decks and stuff. Every DJ wants to know, what what, what, are you, what gear do you use? Are you a tractor person? Oh, are you a virtual DJ? Are you Serato? What do you use? I'll go first. I buy way too much equipment. I'm always getting in trouble. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at all of it right now. Just case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The house is a bit of a mess at the moment with uh, fly cases, but um, I've pretty much played on on everything. I, I started off um, on the CDJs, and, and then I quickly moved to tractor because I wanted that that flexibility. But now I rock Serato, so I've got a couple of different consoles that I'll use, um, uh, DDJ 1000 SRT, um, but I've just bought myself some Rain 12 Mark IIs, which have been really fun to use. Um, Alex's tractor, she's a yeah, diehard tractor fan, which, which is great, <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, oh, it doesn't really matter what you're on, as long as you can rock that party, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. What about... What and, you, about? and you've got backup equipment. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we can't... And you're prepared. Off. <laughs> no, that's that's very uh, a very good point to make. What about your um sound and your mics and all that sort of stuff too? Everyone's yeah, cool. To um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we use a combination of Bose and RCF and for microphones, um, pretty much one hundred percent Sennheiser. So um, quality over quantity, I suppose. Um, we yeah, we're very much happy to spend the money where it's worth it. And what other services do you provide um, apart from just the DJ and entertainment side of things? Is there additional things that people can sort of go, oh, yeah, I'd like that for my wedding? Um, there are a couple of other things, but as Eddie mentioned, we kind of have streamlined our services. Um, but we do offer um, some lights. Um, Eddie can give you the technical info on those. Um, but they're pretty popular, so they're kind of um, wireless lights and they're pretty subtle but add a lot of warmth and energy 
um, to the dance floor. So they're pretty popular. Uh, we also do offer an MC service, um, which, yeah, which clients are interested in as well. Um, but really our main focus has been DJs with live elements um, and then, yeah, light, lights and MC kind of add-ons. Yeah, we used to do a lot more of it. Um, as we mentioned, we, we have streamlined a lot of it and we probably cut out many, many services that we just weren't selling. And if we did sell it, they just seem like hard work um, to, to, to put out there. So along with that, we've been able to automate uh, a lot of the, the booking process um, and the briefing process as well, which has been great. We're still really, really hands-on with our clients, um, but we've been able to just make things a hell of a little easy for us in the lead-up. I think, I think as well as um, services, just that uh, the fact that we've made uh, streamlined everything has given us an opportunity to focus a little bit more on, um, you know, the marketing side of things and actually promoting what we do and sharing our expertise. So particularly during the pandemic, we've been, you know, smashing out five blogs a week, um, obviously doing the live streams and kind of producing different resources off the back of that. So, for example, for each live stream, we've um, put up a Spotify playlist with the songs that were played, we've uh, produced a little highlights video, we've, uh, you know, published the full audio, that sort of thing. So I think the fact that we're sort of owning in more on the DJ and sax side means that we can focus on that extra marketing stuff, which is obviously super important, particularly as we come out of, you know, restrictions and people are looking to fire up their wedding planning again just to be visible um, and show that we've been active even though, you know, we haven't had the live gigs during this time. Oh, good on you. That's so proactive to hear instead of just, you know, being in lockdown and doing nothing and being sad and depressed and all the rest of it. You're actually moving your body and you're using your brain and you're using that time to actually yeah. promote yourself. So well done, guys. Thank you. It's actually amazing how much content you have that you didn't realise that you could put out there. Um, obviously, each normal week, we'll have X amount of gigs on the weekend um, with us and obviously the DJs that we work with as well. We get all of the video content if they take a little video on their phone or the photos, uh, etc. And we can then go, oh, this is our week's worth of uh, social media and, and posts, etc. Um, but coming into COVID, we, we did worry a little bit about, I guess, keeping on top of things and, and just telling people that we're still around. Um, but we, we, I think we've done quite well yeah well done it's not actually it's a little bit of a missed opportunity i think um with some people maybe like marketing and content is a bit of a scary kind of unknown but uh, you know as eddie mentioned like if you reflect on real weddings that you've done there's so many things that you can write about and produce just off the back of you know one gig so for example we write real wedding blogs where we'll talk about uh, the music brief from the client. We'll put together a little Spotify playlist of their key moment songs um, and put some photos up. And there's there's a blog, you know, blog yeah. piece right there that helps other clients obviously understand the kinds of gigs that you play but also gives them some ideas and inspiration when they're planning their own weddings. So let's talk about the socials and the, the website. Where can we find you on the World Wide Web? 
Uh, Everywhere. <laughs> well, that's the plan. Um, so mm-hmm. we're obviously at www.onemoresong.com.au. Uh, if you hit our website and scroll all the way down to our footer, you'll see all of our socials. So we're across Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, LinkedIn, Mixcloud, what am I missing, YouTube? Vimeo. Vimeo. Pinterest. <laughs> There's quite a lot of little icons down the bottom of that page. Hang um, on. But each- you didn't mention MySpace. <laughs> My <laughs> that takes me back. That takes me back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you'll see quite a few little icons down there, and each of those um, social media platforms has their own little uh, purpose, I suppose. And the really interesting for one, one for us has been Pinterest, um, actually. So that, uh, DJs that are out there that, that want to jump on Pinterest absolutely do so. Uh, it's an amazing way to get people to your website. Interest. Oh, yeah. Well, you're the first person that said that, so uh, I'll have to well, check that out. there's not many people doing it, but no. if you've got a lot of blog content to share, it's definitely worthwhile because you're catching couples really early on in the planning process. And I guess that's one of the things that we kind of want for the industry as a whole is to, you know, get wedding clients to think about music as one of their big ticket items, you know, along with the venue and the photographer. You know, music is such a massive part of the day and has such a lasting impact, um, you know, it should be one of the first things that clients are, are thinking about rather than we run out of budget, oh, shit, we need some music. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, just tick us off the list sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that seems to happen a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> but good on yeah, you for educating the clients. <laughs> Eddie <laughs> and Alex Mack from One More Song, thank you so much for joining us on the Australia Mobile DJ podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Lee. The Australian Mobile DJ Podcast was hosted by DJ Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions.